Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD Guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. So this episode is about um, the importance of, um, in relation to complex PTSD and stress, um, where it gets you very unfocused, and you're just focused on the stress and the hopelessness and um, the anguish and all the things that come with stress from trauma, a main thing that that robs you of or sucks away from you is your ability to focus on the future. And so I wanted to share with you the importance of having a calendar for you. Um, and you could, you know, very well throw this into a new year's resolution. And this really, in my opinion, isn't a new year's resolution. This is something you can do all the time. And I'm going to give you examples of something. I was actually inspired by this, um, because of something as simple as a, a telescope, um, that I found out somebody has, it actually inspired me to get them a gift. And part of that gift was a calendar with the dates of comets on it. Um, so I'll explain a little bit more about that. And I wanted to um, make a quick correction. So on the episode I did yesterday, yesterday about the haiku for the full moon, I thought the I thought that the full moon was yesterday. It's actually tonight. Um, so I was wrong about that. So tonight's the full moon. So if you just heard my last episode, you're in luck because you can think of that haiku for tonight's full moon. Um, you could think of it for the, the moon almost every night, except for when you don't see the moon. Um, but, um, so again, that's just a correction to the last episode tonight is the full moon. Um, but one of my, um, a relative of mine who's a kid, they're 11, they got a, um, a telescope for Christmas and I happened to have brought home at that same time, not knowing that they had this telescope. I happened to have collected from a relative's home, a, I don't know if you want to call it a book or a magazine, um, but it's like this, I would just call it almost a, I would call it more of a book, but it's a book from 1960 and it's all about the stars and astronomy and all these different things. And I was looking through it because even for adults, you know, this could almost be an adult book or a kid's book, but I think someone at the age of 11, it would be perfectly fine for them. So I thought I will gift this to them because they just got their telescope. And I remember when I was that age, I had a telescope, um, which I thought was so cool, but I never had anyone kind of lead me into a direction on using it, I would say appropriately. Like it was just a cool thing. Like it was awesome to have it. Um, but you know, I might look at the moon once or twice and then that was it. Um, I never had a goal with it. So this relates well to my goal setting that I'm going to share with you. Um, and so today I sent this book and again, it's kind of like a magazine. It wasn't a, a huge, heavy book. Um, it was about 50 pages, but it had all kinds of astronomy stuff in it, all kinds of really cool things. Um, some of it was a little outdated cause it was from 1960, but I mean, a lot of it was still very relatable and still perfectly fine information, you know, the size of the sun compared to the earth and, you know, explaining what atoms are and all these different things and hydrogen and all these, all this different stuff. Um, 
And so I sent that book along with a calendar. And I decided to look up how many comets are going to be coming through um, to where we can see them this year. And from what I found, there's only roughly seven comets will be coming through um, our space, like where you can see them at night. Um, And you can use them, actually see them with binoculars or a telescope. Um, I actually happen to have a really nice pair of binoculars that were my grandma's. Um, They're a really nice, nice pair of binoculars. And I looked at the moon last night thinking it was the full moon. And I was really impressed by how clear and big that moon looked. I was, I was stunned. I didn't think it was going to be so much bigger with just a pair of binoculars. I just didn't think that, um, you know, it's the moon. Um, and so, um, I sent this comet list. I thought it was so neat. Um, I thought, well, they're going to really enjoy their telescope, but I want them to maybe have a little bit of guidance on other things that they could see that maybe they're not thinking of. So I was thinking of comets. And like I said, I I sent them that book along with a calendar of the seven comets that will be going through space that you can see from Earth this year, this 2024. Um, And I also sent them a list of the comet names and what hemispheres in the sky that you can see them and everything, the Southern Hemisphere and Northern Hemisphere. Um, But I put them on a calendar. So like in January, there was when one comet was going to be closer to the sun and then when it would be close to earth and there's all these different things. But, um, on this list that I found online, it listed when it would be by the sun and when it would be by the earth. Um, so for each of those, I listed technically 14 dates because there were seven comets, but it on this list, it had it for the sun and the earth. Um, but, and I'm not like a huge hugely into astronomy or anything. Um, I just happened to do that haiku about the full moon and they just happened to have their telescope. So I, I sent that, that info and it reminded me of the importance of calendaring things out. Um, you know, putting things, getting ready to kind of do things or maybe change things or whatever it is you want to do. And again, you could kind of relate this to new year's resolution. I'm relating it more to, future goal setting because so much with complex PTSD when we're trapped in the stress it really does rob you of that ability to focus on your future and what you want to do and things you're going to be having fun with like maybe a vacation or whatever it might be so for me just you know I just recently put my things on my calendar you know every other week is um, making sure my office and the job I need to be doing at my office I'm really doing, a, I need to do like a better job of it and really zone in on that, the organization, organizing things um, more readily, maybe making them a little bit more accessible to the public, you know, maybe setting that goal. Um, but I put that on my calendar just to remind myself um, for my office job, my history job, um, things I need to do to really get things moving better and having maybe even a little bit more fun with that job. Um, another one is I'm trying to save more money. And so I've actually calendared out, um, when I can kind of have my, you could say fun time with money. Um, and for me, that is very simple things like, um, right now I spend too much on like drinking coffee and eating out for lunch. 
And rather than completely depriving myself of those things, um, eating out for lunch, I would do every three weeks from now on. Rather than right now, I do it like three times a week. Um, and I had disciplined myself before in this field, but that slowly negated or fell apart. And I basically just have to pick myself back up again and try again. Um, so every Thursday, I've decided that's the one day that I will get the coffee that I want. Um, and the reason I chose Thursdays is one, every other Thursday I work both jobs. So it'll help kind of keep me alive and awake for those, both those jobs. And also on Thursdays is when they have discounts. Um, so I like to drink a nitro cold brew from Starbucks. Um, and on Thursdays they have discounts and they also, you also get more points usually on Thursdays to get a free drink down the road. And so every Thursday would be my coffee day. Um, and then, um, like I said, every three weeks I'll have lunch and that'll save me basically the, more than the amount of money, um, to replace if I were to have canceled my cable, which is $80 a month. Cause I was going to cancel my cable and I decided practically emotionally, mentally, I don't know if that's the best decision because it does bring me a lot of joy to just kind of zone out from time to time and channel surf. Um, I find using solely apps like apps all by themselves can be very stressful to me. I don't like having to pick something, but if I can channel surf, I'm cool with that. Um, you know, I like to watch sometimes just really shows that have been on forever. Forensic files. I like sometimes TV land. There's a channel called cozy that has channel shows from the nineties when I was a teenager that I used to watch a lot. Um, so that's one of my, you know, just kind of fun homebody things that I like to do. Um, so rather than cutting that cable, um, I'm going to cut these things out and they will easily add up to more than if I had cut the cable. Um, and then I can, you know, put that money towards something else, towards other expenses that, that I have my debt. Um, so my office stuff and, you know, cutting those expenses, those are two things that I'm doing. The other thing, and I had not thought about this until today. So I have talked to you guys on here ever since this podcast first started. I've talked about getting a copyright for the play I wrote. And the play I wrote was about, it was a tragic comedy and we produced it. We did a stage production in front of hundreds of people um, at a theater, a local theater. So it's been produced. Um but I never had a copyright on it and it was a local, very small theater. And that's kind of, that was that. Um, but I never did a copyright to where I could get money off of royalties or something. My plan down the road is to sell it to, uh, to make a mini series out of it for like a Netflix or a Hulu or, you know, maybe even a movie. Um, I think a mini series, it would make more sense to do it that way. So it could be kind of in sections. Um, but if it's a play first, so many movies that were first plays or novels are just so much better quality. And that's one reason that I want it to become a mini series or a movie. Um, so, you know, that's something I'm going to focus on. But the thing that I hadn't thought of until today is. I should take baby steps with that and I should try other things first. So I should try maybe writing a short story and trying to copyright that and then sell that to a Netflix or a Hulu because my play means a lot to me. My play was basically my story of how I developed complex PTSD. 
Um, and it's, you know, it was the event is in the play. The thing I talk about called the event, which happened when I was 35, um, long-term trauma from childhood and teen years, all of that was in the play. And it was again, a tragic comedy. There had to be comedy in it or else it was just going to be way too depressing. Um, and you know, it's, it's just very important that I handle that correctly. And I think that's why I've been postponing it because I'm afraid I'll screw it up. Um, if I do it and it's the very first time I've ever done anything like that. So maybe if I write short stories, one, I can write a short story pretty quickly. In my own opinion, I can write these fables that I write. I write poetry, um, which I share with you guys all the time. Um, I love fables. Um, you know, maybe I could write a book of fables and, try and copyright that and get it printed or um and then you know there's so much that can come out of your suffering and there's so much that can come out of writing and creativity and imagination like i can't stress it enough the suffering that you go through with trauma there is a silver lining when you use creative writing um, I, that could almost be a saying there is a silver, right? There is a silver lining when you use creative writing. Um, but there really is. Um, I mean, I never would have said that when I was my super depressed self in a mental hospital when I was 21, I never would have said that all the times I thought of taking my life. Um, you know, I would, that's that hopelessness, that stress. Um, it just eats you alive and it takes your focus away. But trust me, there is a silver lining with creative writing. Um, and again, putting these things on a calendar is very important because if you suffer with a lot of stress, you'll get distracted to the point and you'll forget. Um, so I've literally written these things on a calendar. So like for January 4th, so January 2nd, I have lunch. That's the first time I'm going to do my lunch cycle. So every three weeks I'm going to go out and eat lunch, but that's, that's the first date that that starts. And then on the 23rd of January, that's when I'll go out to eat lunch again, rather than three times a week, like I do now, which basically is costing me almost $40 a week. Um, and then rather than getting coffee, basically four days a week, sometimes more than that, I'm going to try and limit it to that one day, that Thursday to go out and get a coffee to drink like make it something special. So every Thursday, again, there's discounts those days and you can earn more points. So Thursdays are my coffee days. And I literally have it written on my calendar every Thursday. It's coffee's written on it. And getting back to that point about the comets and the telescope, um, th that's something I put on my calendar too, just something fun to do. So January 25th and January 29th, I can't remember, um, which one on those dates is going to be, um, closest to earth but um there's a comet that's i think it's two different comets actually but one of them at that time i think is going to be closer to the sun and then one of them is going to be closer to earth um i'll just have to look it back up but that'll be something i'll do as well at night is get my binoculars out and try to find the comet um and just make it something on a on a you know a schedule um but you know, I even put on my calendar, um, January 13th, like look into how to sell a copyright, like actually find a book at the library, read about it, something new up to date and Google it, search it. And then on the 14th of January, I have done write stories for 
a mini series or fables or whatever it is I plan on selling. Because again, I think it'd be better to try a baby step and sell something that doesn't mean as much to me as my play. Because my play is like my baby. Um, and so I would want to sell other things first and really get a feel for how that how that works and then sell something that's so important to me like my play because I will never um, I shouldn't say never but that was a lot of work a lot of heart and soul and thought went into that play a lot Um, so it's not something I just want to kind of feet throw to the wolves in a sense by having it be the first thing I ever do um and then again, I also have my my office stuff on here, organizing my office. The other thing that's really, I think, maybe something easier that people can do. And um, again, this is, I always call this goal, goal setting, you know, is so important. A big part of that is organizing yourself. Um, and one way that I do this, and it, this also sparked my interest. So when I was with people around the Christmas season, somebody um, offered to give me their it's a whole set, like a collection of these Civil War books that are all, they all go together. It's a whole big collection. And they've had them for like 25 years um, because I remember when they got them. And they offered to give them to me. They were like, do you want these? And I was like, yeah, I just need to find a place first. Um, So I didn't, I haven't taken them yet, um, but I'm going to. And I really thought a lot about this because so each room to me means a lot where I live, your kitchen's your kitchen, your living room's your living room. I have a room that's my exercise and wellness room. And then I have my bedroom um, and bathroom, of course. But the Civil War books, um, I have a bookshelf in my bedroom and I have a shelf in my health and wellness room. And I have technically two shelves in my living room. And then in my kitchen, I also have a place for a shelf. And I kept thinking, all of my bookshelves are almost basically full and I didn't want to get another bookshelf because one, I like things simple to, um, I don't want things to be cluttered. I, I'm not a clutter person and I don't like a lot of stuff everywhere. Um, cause when I, I'm a big organizer, um, simplicity I think is a big part of health and so I really thought about this cause one, I was thinking, my first thought was, I have a little bit of extra space in my health and wellness room, but that's my health and wellness room. It's not a library. Um, Any book that is is in my health and wellness room, I want it to be about massage. I want it to be about aromatherapy. I want it to be about exercise. um, All of those things. I don't want books about the Civil War in my health and wellness exercise room. And then I thought about my bedroom and I thought, you know, my bedroom, and this is all part of mindfulness, by the way. You know, my bedroom is my bedroom. The the things that are on my bookshelf in my bedroom are scrapbooks, family history, um, local history. It's it's all things that I kind of grew up with that are part of my past or my genealogy or their school. A lot of that is school-related stuff, so stuff from high school, college, mostly college. Um, you know, all different types of papers and books and things, scrapbooks, binders, um, all those kinds of things. Those are on my bookshelf in my bedroom. So that's, they have a specific place. Um, 
And then in my kitchen, those are cookbooks. All the books in the kitchen are cookbooks. So again, these are Civil War books. And I was thinking, okay, in my, my living room, I have a lot of different random kind of history books. I have some random books about architecture in Savannah, Georgia, because I, I like Savannah, Georgia, and I've been there before. Um, and then I have my philosophy and my crossword puzzles, which I always say, keep your crossword puzzles out where you can use them because they are for your mental health. So I, I really thought about this as, you know, it's important. Um, I don't want everything to become mixed together and nothing make any sense because with complex PTSD, everything already doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, you already have a scattered brain. You're already stressed out. You probably already have a hard time finding things. You're probably already disorganized like I was when I was in my twenties. Um, so my, what's going to happen is I'm not getting another bookshelf. Cause again, I don't want, I don't want more stuff. Um, and I'm not going to put these civil war books in my workout room. That's not happening. Um, but these are really nice books. These civil war books, it's a collection. So I do want them on display. I want to see them where I can see them. I want other people to see them. You know, I think they're really cool. And so what I'm going to do is crossword puzzles, all that kinds of things i'll move into my health and wellness because those are part of that like i said they help you focus crossword puzzles sudoku all that um another thing i'm going to do is take my my a lot of my philosophy books are from college but i have them in my living room um again a lot of my history and philosophy you know that was my subjects in college but i'm going to move a lot of those to the bookshelf in my bedroom because again that's school stuff um and so the books that are on my most, I would say, formal looking shelf in my living room, some of those will just get moved to the other shelf in the room where the philosophy books were. And I'll put the Civil War books all together on that more formal shelf. But a lot of thought went into this. Like I, I, I literally, the very first thing that I thought of when I was thinking I'll take the books, oh, I'll just get a shelf and put it in my workout room and stick them there. And then I thought... That's your workout room. You want that to be your workout and wellness room. You don't want that to be a library, right? Um, so, you know, keep it health and wellness because that's important to you. And it'll help you focus in on health and wellness. So it's it's my whole point here. This is all very similar to um, what I said yesterday about writing and a haiku and poetry. Helps you be in the moment and in the zone and focus. If you have an organized home, that will help you be in the zone, organized and focused. Um, you don't want your house to just be a whole a mesh of things, right? A lot like when I talk about brunch and I say brunch, I always think of brunch when I think of mindfulness because one, it's a very specific meal at a very specific time of the day. It's a very short time frame. There's very specific things you could have. There's jams, jellies, waffles, pancakes, sausage, eggs, orange juice, milk. There's a lot of different things. Peanut butter. You know, it's a lot of stuff. Milk, cereal. Brunch is very specific. Um, and it's, a like I said, a certain time of day. And you can, you know, make it fancy. Have china plates. Have a whatever you want. Certain types of jelly spoons. Um, special silverware. Um, fresh flowers. I mean, you could have all kinds of things. Um, you know, have a, a tablecloth, like a nice tablecloth on the table. But brunch is very, very specific thing, very specific setting. And 
you know, have fresh fruit on the table. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do with your taste, with smells, with cooking, um, freshness. And it's just a special type of thing to treat special. Um, you know, and I, I see my rooms in my home that way. So this is all important to me. Um, you know, I want things that way. I don't want everything just gibberish because I've, I've had that too much in my life. Gibberish. I've had too much stress. I've had too much hopelessness. I've had too much depression. So things need to be goal focused. And again, these calendars really help with that and all these examples I've given. Um, and so for me, and again, I wouldn't even call these New Year's resolutions. I would call these goal setting for yourself, for your health. Um, and a few little uh, tidbits here. One thing that massively helped me organize my home besides accordion binders that are like labeled like bills, health, you know, insurance, all these different things. Um, dental, one of those accordion binders that's for all your files. Those things help massively. So you, you don't have to search through things. Um, like I have shelves labeled in my closets for ear, nose and throat. And then another shelf is like skin and first aid. Another shelf is hair and shaving. So hair gel, shaving. And then I have a handyman shelf. Everything's labeled. Um, and then I have in my kitchen, one shelf is just any type of tape and any type of batteries, all one drawer. That's it. Nothing else goes in that drawer. In the bathroom, the only thing in the drawers are like dental and um, like the other drawer has like clippers and kind of miscellaneous type things like that. Um, but everything else is on shelves and it's all labeled. Um, so, you know, it's, it's very important to be organized, especially when you come from trauma. That's the whole point of all this. Um, another thing that really helps is baskets. Um, so if you can get a basket and put a basket, just like a, a normal size, um, I don't even know, you know, what you want to consider normal, but I would just say a normal, like a square rectangular basket with two handles on the side. Um, I have one of those in almost every room where I live and in the basket, you could put like your mail. So like your bills that come in, go in the basket. Um, another basket that's in my health and wellness room it's got um, different things related to health and wellness that are, again, male oriented. So like when I say male, I mean like your bills or so something that came in is like my paperwork related to my massage license. Um, it's in a basket. Notes about health and wellness that are in a binder are in the basket. Um, there's just all kinds of things related to health and wellness that I put in that basket. CDs about meditation are in the basket. Um so I can just go in the basket and find it. It's not like kind of hiding somewhere. Um, and another thing I did with my closet, which a lot of you might already know, about six months ago, I organized everything um, to where it's, um, it's actually matches appropriately according to like a color scheme, like the color wheel whatever complimentary colors is what I'm trying to say, but I organize my clothes according to office clothes and then there's formal clothes. So wedding funeral, those are in a whole separate closet in my bedroom. Weddings and funerals are personal. So they're in my bedroom, formal clothes like office clothes are in my spare bedroom, um, which is also my health and wellness room. So that's office clothes like khakis or whatever kind of top 
office clothes are not formal clothes. Um, and then you have, um, you know, spring and summer and I have my shorts and things and different pants hanging in the closet so I can see them. Um, and then I have my winter and for jeans, you know, jeans just go in a drawer, but all my winter stuff, um, is on one side, spring and summer on another, but it's all hanging. I, it really helps to hang shorts next to the shirt they actually match with. Um, you know, and it also helps with the slacks for the office wear hang what goes with the shirt it actually matches with according to like a complementary color. Um, but it's all organized. Like it's literally, it's organized. I never did that until this past year. Um, but it makes a big difference. So, you know, something as little as a book of civil war books, it kind of reminded me of that, of that everything has a place. Um, and it matters. It, help, it matters for, for you and feeling organized makes you feel healthier. Um, you know, it's, it's just a big deal. Um, it's a really big deal to me. So, cause again, when I was younger, I was not organized. Um, and it feels really good too. So whenever I first did this, um, and this episode's getting a little longer than I normally like it, but, um, whenever I first did this, um, organizing my apartment, it was kind of fun to dump those drawers out in the bathroom. Cause it, whenever I first moved in my bathroom drawers had just everything in them. They had skincare product. They had first aid. There were band-aids in there, you know, like a box of band-aids. Like there was just razors. There were hair gel. It was all just in there. And I was always scooping through it, trying to find something. So if I needed like eye drops, I couldn't find them. Um, but not anymore. Like it was kind of fun to dump all that stuff out like on a table and organize it but first you have to organize the shelf and label it ear nose and throat so everything ear nose and throat goes there you could do a you know vision a vision shelf that's where the eye drops would be um you know skin and first aid but label it and then put everything there and i will tell you i also found about a dozen adapters when i did this because every time i needed like an adapter I would always just go buy one because I could never find one. They're always buried in the drawers around the kitchen. And I literally could never find one. But when I organized it and I made my handyman shelf, that's on my handyman shelf with measuring tape and everything and hammers. Um, I found like a dozen adapters. And I was like, this is this is amazing. And I found dozens and dozens of batteries, all different sizes of batteries and all different types of tape, scotch tape, duct tape, masking, you know, just all different types of tape. Um, so I found a lot of things, but now they all have a home. So again, this is, this just all plays in very well to a calendar, a goal calendar. Um, so for me, I'm saving, I'll be saving money. I'll be writing and selling short stories, fables, uh, maybe even poetry. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to really research this and work at this and take baby steps with this, um, this writing stuff. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It gives me a really good excuse to write more and be more creative. Um, and again, at work, you know, maybe expanding my horizons there and getting more organized and having more of a goal on what to do with becoming more organized. Like how can I make what we have in our collection a little bit more public? Cause I work in history preservation. Um, so how can I make certain things more public and be more, you know, educate the public a little more about what we have? Cause that's one thing that we do 
and I do take part in that now, but how can I make things a little more visual is probably what I want to do. Um, visual on online, um, putting things online. Um, and then again, a fun thing is just, you know, watching a comment occasionally or just doing anything like that. Um, I already have my, my workout schedule pretty much down routine, but I started it out with this calendar a couple years ago and I've stuck to it. So, you know, my weight training and I almost, I walk almost every day. I didn't today cause it's raining, but, um, those are two things I've stuck to, but this is how I started it. I started it with a calendar idea like this. Um, but it's important not to overwhelm yourself to start out, take baby steps and don't get overwhelmed. That's why I always say take baby steps. Um, you know, it's all important. And yes, the, um, the primary goal of saving for my retirement account, which is why I'm not spending as much. Um, that is still my main goal for my future is that retirement account. Um, but something else I need to add on here, probably six from six to nine months from now would be a vacation. Cause it's very important to know you have a vacation coming up for your own health. Like that's very important. Everybody needs to have a vacation at least once a year. So, um, I just wanted to stress those two things, retirement account and vacation. So, um, I hope that this helps if you do feel like you're stuck in your stress and in your hopelessness. I really hope that this calendar thing, again, I don't even consider this a new year's resolution. I consider this future oriented you like, you know, it should, this should always be going on because it really helps me to look at my calendars and know, you know, um, what's ahead, um, in relation to fun things, things that will save me money, where my money is going to go because it's one of the biggest things I've struggled with is overspending. So if I have a place I know where that money I could be that I'm probably spending can be going, I'm more likely to be saving it. But it all just takes time. I really started my money aspect a year ago and I have done better with that over the year and some things I fell apart on, but other, you know, I just have to pick myself back up and try again um, with disciplining my money. And so, you know, that's something that I've just re-added to the new calendar. So I just wanted to share this. And um, this is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.